0: Hey and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament, one book at a time. We are starting Acts chapter 14 today, so grab your Bibles, let's follow along as we read the first seven verses. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation like we do in all of the episodes just for you to reference, uh, but please feel free to use whatever translation of the Bible you'd like to use as we go through these episodes. Acts chapter 14, starting at verse 1. The same thing happened in Iconium. Paul and Barnabas went to the Jewish synagogue and preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers. Some of the Jews, however, spurned God's message and poisoned the minds of the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas. But the apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. And the Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. But the people of the town were divided in their opinion about them. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. Then a mob of Gentiles and Jews, along with their leaders, decided to attack and stone them. When the apostles learned of it, they fled to the region of Lyconia and to the towns of Lystra and Derbe and the surrounding area. There they preached the good news. i got to be honest and a little transparent here. You have no idea how many times I had to pronounce this new area uh, before I felt confident enough that I was pronouncing it right. And just a reminder that as you read God's Word, and as you uh, even read it aloud, uh, it, like a church or a Bible study, that yes, there are some hard words in the Bible, there are some tough places, and I want to challenge you and give you a piece of advice that was given to me uh, in seminary, is that just, you, you got to just charge through it. There's no looking back. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody really knows how to pronounce it either. And uh, if you go for it and say it confidently, no one will ever question it. So, just a piece of advice from you to me here. You'll see uh, a couple of areas of em- emphasis that Luke is trying to uh, maybe unintentionally uh, point out in today's passage as well. First, you'll notice that instead of Barnabas and Paul, you- you'll see that he's switched around the emphasis of the person that he's paying the most attention to, and it's Paul and Barnabas. Uh, There's no real indication as to why he's doing that. Perhaps he has uh, just a sense that this is the man I'm going to be following. Uh, This might be the man that Theophilus has heard the most about. So Luke might be uh, trying to emphasize this man over uh, any of the other apostles like Barnabas or Silas or any other people that join Paul on these missionary journeys. But in the middle of this, we have Paul and Barnabas coming uh, to this new town, and they, same, they do the same practice as the last place they were at. They preach the word. They continue to share uh, the good news in the synagogue, and the audience is divided. Half of them love the message and believe the message and are saved, and the other half are jealous, and they hate uh, Paul and Barnabas for what they are doing. You'll see here as well another area of emphasis that is perhaps unintentional, is that uh, Paul? uh, Luke does not record the uh, miraculous uh, wonders or signs that Paul and Barnabas are doing. Uh, I know that some people would draw a lot of attention to that and say, look at how crazy and wonderful this is, but uh, Luke doesn't do that now, because the emphasis here is the fact that the gospel is being preached, not that the signs and wonders are being done. And we can probably guess what those signs and wonders are, right? People are being healed from diseases. People are being able to be cured from uh, not being able to walk or from disabilities. Demons are being cast out. But the emphasis that Luke focuses on is that the gospel is being preached in all of its power, and it's dividing people up. That is what Jesus tells us in the gospels will happen with this message. People will believe, but people will also disbelieve and will hate you for it. Because as they hated Jesus, so they will hate you eventually it gets so bad that the Jews and uh, Gentiles that do not like Paul and Barnabas rally together and form a mob and are going to stone them now some would say it's an act of faith if you stay in that situation and God will protect us because we're doing his will but you know it's it's not an act of faith in this case I would argue it's an act of stupidity you have uh, self-preservation, yes, and you will suffer for the gospel, um, but (laughs) there are consequences. There are human consequences for our actions uh, that we have to take into consideration as well. Um, One example that was given to me is uh, you can walk on a railroad track and believe that God is going to protect you, and that uh, belief is correct and that God does protect you, but what you are doing, if you hear a train, uh, is that and you stay on those tracks, is, that's not faith, that's stupidity. God has given you protection by giving you legs to get out of danger. So, in feeling led and called to flee the area and to avoid this, they go to uh, new areas where they continue to preach and proclaim the good news. The challenge here for us today is to consider then, for this takeaway point, is how have you seen the gospel divide people, not just uh, your family or your friends, uh, but also your co-workers or any other group of people that you have shared your faith with. How has the gospel, how have you seen the gospel divide people? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.